At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom-built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. WebmasterRadio.fm presents CEO Coach. From funding to finance, set up the staffing. Our CEO coaches break down the art of business development from the ground up. Now here to get you started are the experts of online business startup, management, and development. The founders of Outlines Venture Group, Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy. Welcome to CEO Coach. This is Ann Kennedy, and I'm here with Jillian Music, co-founder of Moz and my partner at Outlines Venture Group. Good morning, Jillian. Hi, Anne. Great to be here. How's yeah. Outline Venture Group doing this morning? We are doing great. Uh, <laughs> together, we are serial entrepreneurs helping online companies launch, grow, pivot, and thrive. And you can find more about it at outlinesventure.com. Wait, but- wait, wait. Is that, wait, wait. Is that what we do? I thought we were just having fun. Oh, oh well. A day in my yes, life. Yeah, well, we are having fun because you know what? It is fun. It is. It's completely, amazingly fun. I mean, imagine spending your life running around the world helping companies to launch, grow, pivot, and thrive. That's the way to live. Great to do it with you, Anne. So what's our subject today? Today, we're going to talk about how to buy an e-commerce company. And I know you have some serious thoughts on that. So I want you to just launch into it and also This has something to do with what you and I do at Outlines Venture Group, too, doesn't it? It does. And uh, we should riff about this a little bit, Anne, because, you know, it turns out, I I kept thinking e-commerce company buying and whatever, it's going to be different. You know, dig into this deeply and and go interview whole bunches of people. And I did. Um, I go to the MEVA conferences reasonably frequently, as you know, and they now have one in Seattle as well. MEVA Merchant, by the way, for those who are listening, is an e-commerce shopping cart company, essentially. They have a very good platform if you're launching an e-commerce company. So not something like, you know, a a play around kind of thing. I mean, if you're a serious company, it's a good job. All right. So enough for the plug for Miva, but I go to their conferences reasonably frequently and I got to meet a lot of folks who kind of had a real lifestyle business around e-commerce. They usually purchased the companies. Some of them did start them themselves and some of them kind of accidentally fell in. They or their spouse were kind of toying around with something and sold a little of this and that and it grew kind of over time. So not necessarily exponentially and surprisingly, but um, it just grew over time. So, you know, Anne, you and I have a bunch of really good questions that we ask about almost any company that we invest in. It turns out 
it's kind of the same over here. But uh, I'd love to share with the readers, just for starters, some of the things that I hear when I talk to folks who have purchased e-commerce companies. I ask them why they bought the company specifically that they bought. You know, what did you like about this? Uh, We like the product line. We were looking for something we could do at home or from anywhere. The price seemed right. The sales were declining, but we figured we could improve that. And the sales were declining, so we got a good price. Mm, those aren't really great signs in most cases. Uh, uh, I'm hearing a lot of sort of backward sliding and things not working out and this magical thinking that, oh, we can change everything, which is, yeah. you know, is certain failure. Yeah, absolutely. So all I'm saying is, again, I mentioned Miva's not for, you know, the little player. It's not for somebody who's just toying around and doing an avocation. These are people who wanted to make a full lifestyle business for themselves in exchange for having a position at a major firm with, you know, things like, um, I don't know, healthcare and retirement plans and, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that, right? They're serious. And still, these are the kinds of words coming from them. So we're not talking about little bit players. Oh, my gosh. I don't know about you, Anne, but you were really gracious about how you responded to those things. I was really taken aback. You know, it was kind of all I could do to keep my tongue in my mouth and say, oh, gee, I hope that works out well. Well, here, let me stuff. Yep. Let me punch it up a little bit. What I'm not hearing are the kind of things that we look for all the time when we uh, talk to prospective companies for our portfolio. Things like purpose, direction, strategy, Mm -hmm. uh, leadership. You know, those people sounded like they sort of fell into this stuff. That's right. So here's what I'm saying to listeners today. If you are about to purchase an e-commerce company, thinking about doing it, thinking about starting one of your own and so on, I guess what we're counseling you is to get the rigors of business around it first. If you're going to leave a full-time paying job with all of the benefits of not being the owner and leader of the company, and there are benefits of not being that owner and leader, because everybody talks about it the other way around. It's like, oh, I can't wait to get out of working for the man and do it for myself. Well, yeah, there's that. But you're going to take on all of the responsibilities as well as the rights of leadership of a company. So here we go. These are the kinds of things that I would say you should be thinking about if you're going to start an e-commerce company, if you've already started one and somehow things are kind of rolling along and you're just wondering how to make it better, okay? So number one on our list, Anne, is find what you love. And focus on it. Always. Always. True. Um, You know, one of the things that is um, a, a kind of not a sure indicator, but one of the indicators of success, right, when a company is successful, especially in a lifestyle, is the passion of the owner. I don't know any owners who hate their business, their lifestyle business, and are still killing it. For sure, for sure. Right? So um, it's a little like cancer, actually. People who think they will not survive do not survive. I mean, almost to a person, there is hardly anyone walking around on the planet who will tell you, oh, I never thought I was going to make it. I'm amazed. Right? Does not mean you're going to get over it if you thought you were going to make it. That's right. And life is too short to be involved in drudgery. And if you left your comfortable corporate job, wasn't that to escape drudgery? So exactly, find out what you love. 
That's right. And then focus on that. So if what you've purchased does not meld with what you love, you have a problem. So I'm going to dig in just a little bit deeper. What you love may not be the product line. I know, for example, a gentleman whose wife had started something about selling patterns for sewing, mostly for doll clothing, and I believe it went to children's clothing later, right? And all of that was fine, and he had no interest in it, but the thing began to take off, right? And what he did have an interest in and a love for doing was building the company. He loved the marketing, the strategy, the, uh, the payment systems and optimizing it and, and uh, the customer service processes and optimizing that and helping people to understand what the product line could do, uh, all of the language around it, all of that stuff. And he loved some of the technology. He never learned to code, but he learned enough to outsource well. He loved the business. And so the two of them started doing it. He quit his full-time job to go into his wife's little e-commerce company selling patterns to sew clothing for dolls and then for children, right? And holy cow, did this thing take off, all right? Find what you love and focus on it. Make sure you know what you're talking about. Now, we only have a couple of more minutes here, I think, in this uh, first segment here. But uh, the second one, I think, would be decide and do, not decide and ruminate some more. And uh, that actually is a quote from somebody named Elizabeth of a toy company, a game company. And this game is launching shortly. It's about decide and do, not decide and ruminate some more. It really just helps people, not just in the startup world, but kind of in all walks of life to make decisions and keep moving. What I found among the people that I talked to at the e-commerce conferences was that they would think about it, but they couldn't get off the dime to do something about it. And the companies declined every time when they couldn't. Now, it happened less frequently for the people who actually showed up at the conferences than the people who stayed home. And the reason is that the people who show up at conferences and put money on the table to take the trip and to pay for the ticket, those are the people who tend to take their businesses quite seriously. And they really understand about making the decision to invest in the company and then they move forward. So, A-B test products, marketing options, layouts on your website, descriptions, uh, A-B test which conference you want to go to and so on. Do engage as if it were a full-time business. So, Anne, I think we got to take a break here, don't we? We we do, and I hope that when we come back, you're going to get into um, how we can uh, lower our costs when we look at buying e-commerce companies, you know, what some of those drivers are, and continue this fascinating discussion. So, This is Ann Kennedy with Jillian Music, and you're listening to CEO Coach. We'll be right back. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. 
Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. We're rocking the world with LinkedIn. Hey, it's Mike O'Neill and Lori Rupp, the LinkedIn rock stars. We are ready to rock your world with LinkedIn. Join your fearless leaders, Mike and Lori, as they reveal insider secrets. Because I know the secrets, don't I, Mike? Chat with other LinkedIn gurus. We have have great guests on our show. Today is no exception at all. And answer your LinkedIn questions. All caps, Mountain Dew, comma, space, all little letters, sleep. Rock the world with LinkedIn, Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. We're back with Julia Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to CEO Coach. This is Ann Kennedy, and I am here with Jillian Music, my partner in all things good. And we are talking today about how to buy an e-commerce company. Jillian, in the last half, we talked about finding something you love uh, and focusing on it and being decisive. What's next? kind of building and owning as much as you can. It's, again, part of that thing that says, this is going to be a lot of work, folks. Don't get into e-commerce thinking that it is kind of this little side avocation and so on. Regardless of how small you begin, if you don't kind of build and own as much as you possibly can on your own, one, the outflow of capital is greater, obviously. You have to hire somebody else to build the website or to integrate it with the book platform to do whatever it is you're going to sell and so on. That's expensive. The second thing is if you don't learn enough to at least outsource it wisely, you really screw up. And I saw that happening quite often. People would say, well, I've hired this one and that one and the next one, and I can't seem to get it going. And that's pretty tough stuff. So you must learn enough to know what you're ordering up, to understand how to manage a project. There's huge amounts of information free online, and I'd strongly suggest that people go out and take care of you know, learning this stuff. All right. In any business, you control the big issues, right? In a lifestyle business specifically, and in e-commerce, it is exponentially true. And you mentioned in the last segment about conferences that the people who go to the conferences really are invested in their companies. Those are excellent places to learn these underlying principles enough so that you can outsource wisely. Things like coding, you don't have to learn to code, but you sure have to know when you're getting real code and when you're getting an Excel spreadsheet, you know, things like <laughs> you that. Know. Right. You, you do need to know that. Uh, you need to know enough so that you can kind of cry BS on anybody who's trying to give you a pitch um, where you understand what's really required. And you'll be able to review progress along the way and know what's to be expected. And when, again, you're getting well pulled over your eyes. So 
the underlying principles kind of is the next uh, iteration of that same thing, right? You want to know the underlying principles of what you outsource. Um, but the other things, it's not just about, for example, building the website, but in, in e-commerce, you'd better know the underlying principles of search engine optimization as well and pay-per-click as well, because that's how you're going to bring people to your site and then build a community around it. You're going to use both elements of inbound marketing or if you will, we used to call it SEO. Now it's kind of more than that, known as inbound marketing, including mobile and social and the technical work to be done around SEO and so on, so that you know whether your site is built well. You have to understand those concepts as well as understanding the paid concepts. What is the cost of acquisition and what should I be paying and how much can I really afford and so on. All this information is free on the web. It's available at these kinds of conferences, and you will meet more people who are colleagues who have learned these things, and you learn from each other. So again, if you're getting into an e-commerce business, call it a real business and make sure you show up at some of these events, even though it costs money and time to travel out there and pay the hotel and the ticket and so on. It will really give you an idea of what that landscape looks like. Okay, and the next one is really all you. Aha. Right. Routine. Set a routine. Many of these businesses are going to be home-based businesses. And that brings me back to my favorite topic, Anne's four rules for a successful home office. They are have an office, preferably with a door. That's number one, not just a corner of the kitchen table or something like that. Number two, have office hours and go to the office and leave the office more or less according to those hours. You can stay later, go in early like you would have at the big corporate job, but basically you stick to the hours so that you know when you should be focused on work and when you can get a break, which we all need to uh, focus on other parts of our lives. So that was kind of rule three as well. And number four is crucially important, which is get out of your office once a day to see other preferably grown-up people outside your family and your home and your dog. These are why conferences are so important because it's very easy to feel isolated. There are other parts to the routine. I'm very fond of a method called the Pomodoro method, which has sets up 25-minute sprints of working with five-minute brain breaks in between. These are all techniques you can use dress. Now it's it's easy to go to work in your home office in your bunny slippers, but it doesn't put your head in a very good frame. So um, things like that. And so set your routine and your discipline and then follow up, follow through on it. So there's also be amazing at customer service. We see this over and over and over again. There actually is an ad, I think it's for Kinko's or something on the television, showing one man running one e-commerce company in his home office, which I think is in his garage. And every time he answers the phone, he's a different member of his team. But it's one guy and he's killing it. Mm-hmm. Because yes, I, I remember seeing that. Yes, yeah. um, he's got a different hat on and literally puts on another cap. And says, you know, shipping, uh, you know, finance, uh, whatever it is, payables, you know, that sort of thing. It's quite cute. Yes, I understand what you're talking about. So what's the deal, though, on be amazing at customer service? You have need to be responsive. You need to be able to solve the problems. You need the information from your data about how to solve their problems quickly. You need to be alert. You've got a story about that from mm-hmm. Moz that I think is wonderful. 
But about bringing uh, customer service issues to the customers. Yes, it's yeah. kind of true. Uh, we can get into that on another uh, show. But in the meantime, I would agree. It's about having the data in your hands at all times. So you really do have to treat it again like a full business once you're in the office. Pull up your daily reports. See what's going on. If you know you're going to have shipping problems, you know, you've got to keep your eyes on, you know, when the containers are coming in from China or whatever and whether or not there's, a, you know, an issue, a work issue at the port. Uh, those kind of things so that you can alert customers in advance you can get a buy-in and support be amazing at customer service don't just be good all right so i would say you take your business seriously but don't take yourself seriously i think that's a wonderful phrase i've heard yeah. that before from somebody i know very well here on this radio show but can we get into we have a, a few minutes before we have to break again uh-huh. there's some important questions to ask before you buy an e-commerce business You want to run through those? Yes. Yes. Here are the things. Remember all the things I said at the beginning of the show as to what people say they did, kind of, you know, why they bought the company? Here are the things you should be asking. Why are the sales declining? Why? You really want a straightforward answer. Two, how are you going to turn around those sales? You should be asking that of yourself. Can you really do it? Are you getting straight answers from the seller as to why the sales dropped? Look deeply into that issue. What is the cost of acquisition per customer? If your seller doesn't know it, you better get into the books and find out. You want to know if it's increasing or decreasing. Are you going to pay 10 and 15 and $20 per click to get your customer to your website to buy something? Or are you going to pay 15 and 20 cents? There's a big difference, folks, in your bottom line. What's the lifetime value per customer? And is that increasing or decreasing? Absolutely check that out really deeply, right? The lifetime value per customer means I came in and I bought something for 10 bucks. Eh, big deal. But over my lifetime experience with you as a company, oh my gosh, I've already spent $17,000. That's because I bought big stuff later right? It doesn't matter what I bought this time. You want to know what I bought the whole amount of time that I've been connected with you. You want to know what that average lifetime value per customer is and whether it's been increasing or decreasing over time. If it's decreasing, you better find out why. What's the competitive landscape? Who else sells this stuff? Often, the buyers didn't know. The sellers didn't know. This is not good lifestyle business stuff. Get into it and find out who's selling that stuff. If there are new competitors on the landscape and that's why the sales are declining, you better know now. What's the life cycle of the product that's being sold? Right, Every product has a life cycle and a cycle of being popular. Right, Hush puppies, um, I don't know, hula hoops, whatever it was. Everything has a life cycle. How is the life cycle of the product you have? And what else can you sell under this brand name that's going to increase the current value and lifetime value of both the customers and the web property you're about to buy? You want to ask this guy who you're buying from, how many hours did you put into this business per week? See if you can get a really straight answer. Okay, Is that declining from when you started? And when did you, the seller, buy the business? And from whom did you buy it? And what did you pay? And if the price is higher now that you want to sell it to me, what did you do to increase the value of this e-commerce site while you owned it? Because I'm about to buy it from you for a higher price. Do I have now more visitors, more sales, more products? What have I got that's better when you guys bought it? And finally, we're going to take a break here one more time. When we come back, we're going to get some top tips in for buying an e-commerce company. This is Jillian Music with Ann Kennedy. We'll be right back. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. 
Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101. Catch us Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the search engine optimization channel only on webmasterradio.fm. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to CEO Coach. This is Ann Kennedy, and I'm here with Jillian Music, and we are talking about how to buy an e-commerce company. Jillian, you've given a lot of good information, a lot of good questions. Uh, what do you think are the top tips that we can tell our listeners if they are in the market for buying an e-commerce company and kicking over those corporate traces? Well, I'd say the first one is do what you love or it isn't worth it. Truly, lifestyle business means that this is designed to serve you. And if you go away, you either sell it or it goes away entirely. Scalable companies are entirely different things, right? They get to be very big. They, you know, they, they make huge impact over large spaces of time, this and that. And the next thing, lifestyle means you get to control it. If you don't love it, what the heck are you doing in there to begin with? Number two. What do you think, Anne? What's number two? Be ready to learn. Be ready to do hard work. Be ready to learn things you might not already know, like technology, you know, e-commerce sales platforms, things like that. Be ready to make it a real job, even if it is your company and your lifestyle business. I totally agree. I think that the failure on e-commerce companies particularly and lifestyle businesses in general um, is due to lack of effort. Everybody thinks they're putting in a lot of effort, but effort has to be put in wisely and no rose-colored glasses, folks. Right? It isn't just about working hard. It's also about working smart. Get onto the web. Learn the stuff you need to learn to keep a handle on everything you own. Again, lifestyle business means you own it, you control it, and it's what you signed up for. It comes with responsibilities as well as benefits. The responsibility is you learn it or you're going to get taken for a ride. Okay, Anne, how about that last one? What do we got? Be ready to reconsider how and where you want to live your life. Oh, nice. Yeah. Because <laughs> <The benefits. laughs> you can. Mm-hmm. You know? 
<laughs> it's true. I, I do think that you're right, though, Anne. It isn't just focused on the hard stuff. I think it is focused on the potential, the opportunity, and the joy of it. This is why you sign up to do this stuff. So, yeah, you can do e-commerce companies anywhere on the planet. Want to live in Bali for a while? Go for it. Patagonia sound interesting? All yours. All right. That was pretty good, Anne. I enjoyed that. Yep. And and you know what? We're kind of doing that ourselves, right? Well, yes. If you want to take a look at non-e-commerce lifestyle business, Anne Kennedy and I both helped to build scalable companies in our time, lots of them. And so when we got together and decided that, you know, it was time for the next phase of our lives, it took a little bit of wine and a little bit of time, and we said that we had earned the right to have a lifestyle business. So there are all kinds of different issues involved, and yes, we are learning the hard stuff, and we continue to do that, but we get to help companies grow, pivot, and thrive, right? And we even get to help launch. So uh, that's our byline. We help companies launch, grow, pivot, and thrive at Outlines Venture Group. But one of the things we looked at and said, what would we like this company to do? Top on our list was we want to travel. We always have wanted to. So we want a global investment company where we get to have our company pay for our travel. Doesn't mean we don't have to work for the company to make any money to go pay for our travel, right? It still does it. Right? There's still a lot of work in there. But, heck, we're having a great time. Indeed we are. And I would like to encourage our listeners who are interested in starting an e-commerce company to consider that there are really wonderful ramifications like being able to choose where you live uh, to uh, uh, starting your own company. But it doesn't necessarily make it uh, any, mean you're going to work any less. That's, yeah. that's a very big part of it. That's true. So that's it for this Monday at CEO Coach. We'd like to thank our producers at webmasterradio.fm for their continuing and devoted support. You can download these shows through webmasterradio.fm, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and many other places around the web. You can find links and more on facebook.com slash podcast. Do stop by and hit the like button so we know you were there. And tell us what you'd like to hear about on CEO Coach. Thanks for joining us. And thank you, Jillian, for another great show. Thanks, Anne. It was great to be with us. You can find out more about how we do help companies to launch, grow, pivot, and thrive at OutlinesVenture.com. Until next week. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.